Hannah, Chapter 4, Part 2, Ellington Hall. Hannah began reading the script, A Dandelion. Once upon a time, there lived a very special dandelion named Sally. She looked like all the other dandelions, but she was full of hope and determination. These qualities gave her a positive outlook on life, even though dandelions were sometimes treated poorly. A huge party was to take place. All of the fine-looking flowers were thought to be invited. Rose, roses, tulips, lilacs, etc. A list was to be posted in town hall in a week to quench everyone's thirst to know. It seemed like more than seven days since everyone was anxious, but the day finally came when the list was to be posted. Town Hall opened at the stroke of 9 a.m. every every morning since 1936. The only difference today was that there was a large crowd, some who had been there since dawn, ready to see the list. The doors opened and all of the flowers pushed their way through the large opening. Everyone rushed around the corner and down the hall because they knew exactly where the town events board was located. Sally graciously walked in after everyone else and made her way down the hall to see if her name was on the list. Some flowers were so excited to see their names on the list that they almost lost a bud or two jump by jumping up and down. Others weren't so cheery. Some of the ones that didn't get invited didn't seem to care. Others bowed their heads in sorrow and left, slowly left the building. Sally waited and waited, and then finally the crowd broke up a bit. Finally, she made her way up to the front. She scanned the whole list twice, but to her dismay, the name Sally Budfield was not on it. In addition to her name not being on the list, there was a note at the bottom that read, No Dandelions Allowed. Sally was crushed. She tried to hold back the tears, but she couldn't help it. Her mother always told her to remain strong because tears made the green color fade. When the day of the party arrived, Sally, Sally had found an unexplainable peace with the whole situation. Whenever this unusual occurrence presented itself, she never questioned it because that meant something good was to come with it. Flowers walked past in their evening gowns by the dozens, some of, and some even looked away because they thought they were better than Sally. Sally, bless her heart, shared her true character by saying things like, I hope you have a great time at the party, and I hope it's all you expected to be. Some flowers would say thanks with sincere appreciation. Others would, with looks of pity on their faces would say thank you very much. Others wouldn't say a word because Sally was a dandelion and dandelions were simply not invited. It was at that time the fourth fruit was passing her that she was blessed with an idea. Her aunt had given her some magic pink powder for her birthday. Sally naturally was eager to open it, but her, when her, but her, mom's, her aunt stopped her and said, You must not act in haste with this. It is very special and can only be used once. You will know when you use it. 
Sally didn't understand that, in the least at the time, but now it's had become apparent. She raced into her middle-class lump of grass and into her room. She went over to the weathered vanity rock where she sat in front and dreamed at times. There it was, waiting patiently behind her box of poems, ready for her at any moment she desired. If I put this pink powder on my head, it'll disguise my yellow and no one will have a clue. So with one last sigh, she opened the powder and went to work. She looked at the powder and at her face in the mirror. She kept adding more and more pink powder until her hair was totally pink. She even had enough left over to change one of her yellow necklaces to pink. With one last look in the mirror, she set off for the party, even though an invitation still wasn't in the picture. All the way there, she was wondering how she was going to get in. As she neared the top of the second hill, a second blessing came when she spotted a catering truck parked at the rear of the building. It seemed easy enough. She would go in the back way through the kitchen and say she would have gotten, must have gotten lost. Her plan worked, and before she knew it, she had a drink in her hand and was mingling with the flowers. She knew she had to play it smart because she still was and would always be a dandelion. A fountain set off in the corner looked so beautiful as dusk set in. The underwater lights came on and enhanced its beauty even more. So Sally always thought that the sound of water as it cycled and recycled was very relaxing. My, my, said a red rose. I don't believe I've seen your kind around here. Uh, I'm from the north, Sally quickly replied, smiling at it. I'm a Yankee carnation. Don't suppose I've heard of that one before, another one, another rose replied. This one white in color. Well, we're a very rare flower, said Sally, holding her composure. I'm sure, said a yellow rose, and they moved on to badger someone else. Sally had passed the first test. She gracefully walked over to the buffet table to see what they had to eat. Her favorite, cream crocus, was in, in one of the chafing dishes. She had tried it once, but it was too expensive for her family, so she never got to try it again. She never understood why they could only get fresh crocus every seven years. To her, that didn't make any sense. But she was going to get to eat it now, so she really, it really didn't matter. She daintily spooned some onto her plate and moved towards the fried Cajun bees. She loved spicy foods. Word had it that the stinger, it was a stinger, stinger that made them spicy, a spice that humans could not tolerate. She got three of these and moved on. She didn't want to push her luck, so she walked around humming a familiar tune. Are you humming that the theme song from the movie Titanic? The voice said, catching off the art guard. It was a beautiful purple lilac, and she was smiling. Yes, I was, Sally said, wiping her mouth with a pink napkin. The lilac then added, I love that movie. So romantic. I agree. We need more romance in this crazy world, Sally replied. What are you doing talking to her? A marigold said in an appalling sort of tone. Lilac didn't answer, but apologized softly to Sally and walked away. That left Sally open game for Mary. 
What kind of flower did you say you were? Mary inquired. I'm a Yankee carnation, Sally replied. You look familiar. I can't put quite put my butt on it, but something about you. Yeah, she does look rather familiar, said Rhody, a rhododendron, in a harsh voice. Are you a distant relative of the dandelion? Because that would mean that you shouldn't be here. Sally was frightened and didn't utter a word. Rhody then added, can you imagine a relative of the dandelion entering these premises? I never. Just then, there was a big explosion over by the deep fryer, and flames quickly spread everywhere. Panic-stricken flowers unknowingly threw water on the grease fire, which only added to the misery. Flowers were pushing each other out of the way, trying to get away from the flaming mansion in order to save themselves. Sally, always quick on her buds, called 911 and asked for a fire truck right away. Then she started helping flowers that were trapped under the overturned tables, couches, etc. She got one outside to safety and then went back for more. Each time she breathed in more and more smoke, but she didn't, it didn't seem to bother her. She took Rose and Mary at the same time, even though they were rude to her. She rescued Rhody and Daisy, even though they were giving her the evil eye. She took Daffy and Mum, even though they made rude gestures towards her. What Sally didn't realize was that each time she went back in, some of the pink wore off from the smoke and heat. By the time she made six or seven trips and pulled out everyone she could, she was a smoky yellow dandelion again. Hey, someone yelled, she's a dandelion. A hush fell over the crowd. Dandelion or no dandelion, she saved about nine of us from the jaws of death, said Mary and added. She did what many of you chose not to do. She saved the others while you were busy pushing them out of the way to save yourselves. The ones that knew this, they had done this, bowed their heads in shame. Rose stood up and said, next week we're going to have a party and all of the dandelions will be invited. Sally, I never knew that dandelions had so much character, courage, and grace. I apologize for that. Me too, a voice from the crowd uttered. Me too, me too, me too. Us too. Everyone followed somewhat simultaneously. Thank you very much. There are at least 50 of us that would love to come, Sally said, holding back the tears of joy. And so it was. Three weeks later, they held a party, and everyone was invited. Those who saved themselves or felt themselves to be superior did not attend. The dandelion... The dandelions held a party outdoors with no deep fire this time. It wasn't by any means as elaborate as the party at the mansion, but the dandelions knew how to have fun. Swing music played from an old record player. It took some time, but the dandelions taught the other flowers a new dance. It was much faster than the ballroom dancing that had been instilled in them since birth. Dandelions danced with other dandelions at first. But one by one, little by little, almost everyone was on the dance floor. Dandelions with roses, daffodils with rhododendrons, dandelions with marigolds. It was a revolution. The dandelions made everyone feel welcome. And by the end of the night, lifelong friendships commenced. And everyone lived humbly ever after. Hannah smiled and her heart was pounding. This was what she was meant to do. 
all of those years passing by Ellington Hall, waiting for the right time to go in, finally made more a little bit more sense. She didn't get the part, but was delighted that she got to be a tree. And after 30 days of rehearsing, the play went off without a hitch. Hannah loved watching everything. She loved watching everybody fine-tune his or her acting ability. She loved to watch the, the sound crew fine-tune the music selections and the sounds of nature. She loved to watch Mrs. Dougal direct the play. She loved watching the crowd's reaction. But most of all, she just loved being in Ellington Hall. And we'll be right back.